0: I'm Minnie Latif, and I'm Australia's beauty boss and this is the business behind the beauty you see it doesn't just take a village it takes a pack of wolves to hunt through the business world and after 10 years in the beauty industry I'm gonna give my wolf gang the true story behind what it really takes to run your own hustle together we will survive the highs and lows of the dirty word entrepreneurship so plug in and escape these next moments are all yours Westside for life enjoy the episode. Good morning, Hong Kong 2019 Cosmoprof. I did it again, guys. I typically come to Cosmoprof every second year, but this year I came... two years in a row, uh, because there's quite a few projects happening at Ottoman Three. And uh, couldn't have picked a worse time to come to Hong Kong, let's be honest. Um, I have been coming here for years and I always see or hear of some sort of protesting happening on the streets. But 2019, next level, it really kicked off in June of this year, and then in particular Um, this week, being the week starting on the 11th of November, which was Monday. Uh, Today's the 15th of Friday of November, and uh, lots of roads are still closed. Lots of schools are still closed. Uh, Universities are a big hit area of where they are protesting. And funnily enough, actually, there's absolutely nothing funny about this whatsoever. Um, But one of the hit lists is Starbucks. So for those of you that listen to my Instagram stories or jump onto my very regular lives these days. um, I've been giving you moment by moment updates with what is happening. So the crazy thing is, yes, Starbucks is an American owned company, but here in Hong Kong, I don't know if it's worked in some form of distribution deal that they have, but one of the main stakeholders here in Hong Kong, who is um, a Hong Kong um, national, he made a Basically, a negative statement towards the protesters here, and they didn't like it. So now, Hong Kong. Starbucks are on the attack and guys, I've gone through past so many of them in the last 24, 48 hours that I've been here and they're pretty much all closed. The one Starbucks that I did find open had hoarding all in front of it, um, but apparently they're smashing them all apart uh, to teach this guy a lesson for saying negative things. and I guess that whole element of free speech is just thrown out the window. You know, in war, I say this all the time, my family comes from a war-torn country, this beautiful island called Cyprus. You know, I've I've experienced or my family has experienced a lot of uh, tragedy when it comes to civil war and uh, not necessarily just civil war as well, may I add. But one thing remains true, there are no winners in war. Everyone is a loser and it is just terrible to be coming into this city and seeing how they're desperately trying to um, have their voices heard and to take it to this level of destroying the streets, the public transport system, the schooling system, so they can be heard. Um, it's something like seven and a half million people live in Hong Kong and about two million people are actually protesting. It is really major And it's kind of sad. The streets are pretty quiet because so many people are just not even turning up for work or trying to even get to school and things like that. Um, I am staying at the Upper House here in Admiralty. And we are basically on top of um, a mall called Pacific Place. And there's a few hotels like the Shangri-La, JW Marriott, I think as well, um, all here. And uh, two days in a row, and I believe this has happened all week, but the... All the stores close at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon because a lot of the protesters are coming into the mall spaces and smashing malls apart and lighting up Christmas trees and any glass that they're finding in the malls. just, Just really trying to create as much havoc as possible to gain as much media attention, which in turn will... The aim is to try and have a voice towards the government and, and say their piece. But guys, it is to see it from an outsider. I really am not educated enough to get into huge amount of de- detail about what's happening. I can only speak from the experience I'm having myself here. It is an absolute tragedy. This is a beautiful city. Um, for those that come here, often you know the people here are just so sweet. And to see just see it kind of crumbling, you know, and it's a wealthy town, Hong Kong Island in particular, um, and it's just quiet, really morbid to an extent as well. But, you know, people are trying to keep their spirits up and, uh, yeah, Look, flip side is I'm doing a lot of work in my hotel room. I'm typically like running across on the ferry and now probably on this day I'd be going to the ladies market and just seeing, the, you know, what's going on on the streets and sort of kind of finding what the locals are doing, but i definitely not doing that today. Um, it's actually hard to get across the water over the harbour. So um, I just don't want to risk being stuck on the other side and, you know, I'm not saying I'm an anxious person, but I have my fair share of anxiety, and I just don't need to elevate that anxiety button at all. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about what happened at Cosmoprof, and first and foremost, what is Cosmoprof? Why have you guys been following me around all the way to Hong Kong? And now for six years in a row, I've been going, um, or for six, no, actually, I've been going since maybe seven years ago, my first time that I came to Cosmoprof. But it's a long time coming and um, it's a beauty expo, basically, that is for the manufacturers. So it isn't a place that you would typically see in, say, the beauty expo in Melbourne or in Sydney, where you're seeing the Final product, and so their audience is salon owners or distributors that they're hoping to sell the final product. What we're coming to Cosmoprof is actually the factories, the manufacturers, the chemists, um, seeing raw materials and really seeing it from the conception. Uh, and some people do full service, you know, right from ingredients to fill to packaging. So I'll take you through a little bit by step because it seems like a lot of you are quite fascinated about the world of manufacturing and a lot of you don't get to have the exposure to it, but I'll break it down super, super easily for you. So stay tuned. But for now, a word from our sponsors. Have you ever heard the saying, sweet dreams are made of cheese? Neither had I. But Jennifer from, let's say, Grays Melbourne, apparently that's what she says sweet dreams are made of. Guys, I met Jennifer a few weeks ago, or even a couple of months ago now, at Maribyrnong City Council when I did a speaking engagement there. And she stopped me at the end to pass me her card and introduce herself. And I just thought... This girl, she got something. Number one, she has got drive and personality and guts and they're all the things that you need to be an entrepreneur. So big shout out to Jennifer. Her Instagram page is let's say Graze Melb. And I just think that she's just an awesome person and she's really making an effort to try and, you know, hustle. And that's, Pretty much the start, guys. You need to make the effort. The rest will all unfold for you in due course, but follow through. That's one of my biggest biggest pieces of advice when wanting to break out on your own. So congratulations, Jennifer, on your beautiful business. It looks divine. Uh, I am a bit partial to cheese and a grazing box. So um, it was lovely chatting to you last night. And you are officially the sponsor of podcast number nine. Let's say Graze Mel. Congratulations. And we are back from that short break. (laughs) <laughs> I actually did take a short break guys I had to go downstairs and meet a few people at the hotel lobby and uh, didn't quite work out the way that I thought it was gonna work out this morning for my 10 a.m. meeting um, you see I was meeting with a couple of people called Ray and Jack so when I got to the maitre d at the cafe at beautiful cafe grey deluxe here at the upper house I said I'm hearing Ray. I'm uh, meeting Ray and Jack and she said oh yes of course come on down and she walks me down a hall Wade turns around the bend. now I've been to Cafe Grey many times I just haven't been to the right hand side of it I've always gone left and I'm like oh gosh it's so pretty over here and the views are to die for you're on the 49th floor in Hong Kong guys it is absolutely gorgeous um, only to be led to this table of two women now in my mind I thought Jack was gonna be a guy so you know and I also thought Ray was a guy before I'd met her the day before so you know anything is possible um, I just held a very open Open mind and put on my biggest smile and I said hi guys and they both looked up at me like I am a moron and I realized at that point that was not right because I had met her the day before could be re as you can see don't even know how to pronounce her name properly when I have coffee with her later this afternoon we have rescheduled I will figure it out uh, but as far as Jack goes you know she, it could be short for Jackie even though she had spelt his name J-A-C-E and i'm pretty sure she has referred to him as a he um the other woman was blonde blue-eyed did not look like a -A j-a-c-k kind of a jack but anyway definitely looked like she did not recognize me i can tell you that much and i'm just looking down at them and they're a little bit annoyed that i had interrupted their very heated conversation about I'm I, not saying heated as in yelling and screaming but they were deep in conversation you know and then just looking at me like who are you and I was like clearly nobody right now absolutely nobody so I looked at the maitre d and I said no Ria and Jack and she's like oh yes 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 of course and then leads me to another table and I said it's real or Ray uh, Yap right and she's like yeah 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 I'm like, okay, well, that's great. So I've just walked in on the wrong couple, sat down, and 15 minutes have gone by, and I'm pretty confident to say uh, people in Hong Kong are really quite punctual. So I thought something's not right to be 15 minutes late. So. Um, of course, I get an email saying that she's had to reschedule for this afternoon. <laughs> so I'm back up here finishing off the podcast. I was planning to finish this a little bit later in the day, but guys, you're lucky I'm going to finish it right now for you. I don't know why I have an Ocker accent all of a sudden. I'm not too sure why that happens every now and again anyway i said to you a little bit earlier on that we were going to discuss um how manufacturing works and i'm going to break it down super simple uh again if you're watching my instagram stories from yesterday during cosmoprof i took you guys through some bits and pieces and you would have gotten visual on it um and also feel free to go back into my youtube channel i do have a video um, of cosmoprof 2019 and i go through it in a little bit of detail there but there's probably two acronyms that you would want to make yourself familiar with, and that is just manufacturing 101, and that is ODM and OEM. Okay. So ODM essentially, and ODM, they're kind of buzzwords, right? Um, But essentially they represent original design manufacturer or original equipment manufacturer. So it just depends on whether you are the, the manufacturer is designing based on a design that you are providing to them or that you are designing something based on a product that they already have. And in this case, it's also known as white labeling as well. So they might have a product, and I used yesterday the example of the hair straighteners that I'd seen for you guys and showed you. And these hair straighteners look very familiar to all of you. I mean, there was no branding or logos on them. They're just the raw hair straightener. If you look closely, you might recognize the design. I'm actually in the market a hair straightener and I've been led to believe that the GHD Platinum is the way to go because my current GHD is almost dying so it's losing its heat and I got super thick hair so I I, I need something strong I need something good. Um, I was going to get the blow dry bar one because I'm just in love with Ellie Webb and you know I'm supporting a fellow boss babe but uh, from all the Instagram stories and tutorials that I'm following it seems that the GHD Platinum is the way to go, Uh, but I'm hearing, you know, different mixed reviews on it. And then yesterday I see the damn thing pretty much in its raw state, just with no branding on it. And even GHD guys, they use these processes. So I think there's a very few manufacturers left in the world where they have their own chemists and engineers that are all in-house and custom, 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 right from the inception. Things are really hard to make. You need specialists in everything. So when it comes to myself, my job when I come to Cosmoprof is to meet as many manufacturers as I can in the areas that I'm really interested in. So for me, I have twofold. I'm either interested in ingredients, so that's the fill component. And for the most part, most of my fields get done either in Australia, in Melbourne to be precise, or by one of my other main manufacturers, which is based in uh, they're based in Germany. I have had others in um, other countries before, but the, for the history of Ottoman Three, the most part has been Australia and Germany. Um, my next uh, pencil manufacturers are actually from Korea, and so bloody. Typical of me to stuff this up two years in a row now. I can't believe I did it, but um, I'll take full responsibility for it. But Cosmoprof is broken down into two locations and they're about an hour away. They say about 45 minutes, but in the volatile condition that the city's in at the moment, I'm there was no way I was going to go to the second location, which in theory is 45 minutes away. But it could take hours if things get pretty bad on the streets, which they have every single day and i did not realize that my korean manufacturer was based in the other location which is essentially near the airport so they're the main reason i came to bloody hong kong can you believe that so anyway we're doing all of the work now via email and panicking out because we've got a christmas deadline to meet and most you know well-managed businesses have their Christmas stock already in the stores and I'm still figuring my stuff out because I'm small, guys, and as far as the manufacturing side and the product development side of Ottoman 3 goes, it's me. I have a couple of the um, ladies in head office that help me with some of the administration side of things, but ultimately pretty much end-to-end, I really do it. And this year it's been pretty challenging because we're not only, you know, making product, but we're also redesigning the brand. So it's a double whammy this year, and I'm pretty much doing everything in the product line whereas typically each year I only do one or two or up to three or maximum I've done is I think three is probably the maximum in one year three new products a year so for me to do uh, like we're working on 15 at the moment I'm pretty maxed out not to mention I'm a podcaster now also a youtuber and the odd instagram content creator too so things are busy I know, I know, it's insane. (laughs) So, anyway, guys, that's essentially 101 of manufacturing. You find a a company that can either design based on your specs or they already have something that you love and you white label it, i.e., you stamp your logo on it. You will be horrified, I think, um, or mortified, basically, that. Some of your most loved brands don't really do much as far as customization. It really is just stamping their branding on the packaging. I hate to break it to you. I, however, don't do that. I find the best in the business and then I ask them to reformulate um, because there's things that you can – edit, you know, and we're, we're in a different market now. People are interested in vegan. Um, so that's something i talked a lot about with some of the guys yesterday with different manufacturers I had and swapping out um, certain ingredients um, to, to make it vegan. But, you know, with veganism and cosmetics, then you go into the area of synthetics because they're then replaced with synthetic ingredients and then they have a whole host of issues too. So it's not very black and white and I'm very, very happy to do a podcast on this type of stuff if you guys are interested in it. But I know a lot of you (laughs) have asked me a few questions in reference to more of the, like, how do you have the stamina to do it or the energy to do it? Or let's just be real, like the, you know, the guts to come into a foreign country and just start talking to people you don't know. And I have to say to you, it takes time to build that confidence. If you are 20, don't compare yourself to someone that is 40. They've got 20 years on you, bro. You know, and that's a lot of years to build up courage and confidence. And ultimately, the thing that gives you a lot of courage and confidence is knowledge. Knowledge is power. Educate yourself. I say this so so often but some of the most powerful people in the world are women that are 30 plus these are women that are often getting looked over by certain organizations or even government bodies or whatnot and I just think do these are the people that have one gained their wisdom because they've been around for you know three decades and then some they've um, a lot of their bodies have produced other human beings now that is no small feat. I know that there are millions of babies being born every year all around the world. Don't underestimate how powerful that is. And there are people that may not have babies but are mothering loads of children in some shape or form I didn't have my kid till I was 38 39 years old but I still felt like I had a motherly role in my company because I had and I roughly always have around anywhere between 25 to 35 staff members depending on how many stores we have and all that kind of thing so we are very very powerful and when you then add life experience The 20-year-old beautiful Instagram girl, she's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I'm not saying that, and please don't go taking my words out of context here, okay? We're not calling her anything but that. We're adding the fact that take that person and then add wisdom to it. It's powerful. So where are you going to gain your confidence? It's with age. I'm sorry to say this is the easiest lesson I can really share with people and I can't really do anything about time, time will come and your time will come as well. But as I've said earlier in this podcast, for the love of God, follow through. These are the main points in you having success in your life and actually turning up for something is half the win. It really is turning up. I don't have time for lazy, or uh, lazy people, or for people that are all talk and no action. Show me. Actions speak louder than words. Show me. I'm actually a little sick of having those deeper, meaningful conversations now. I don't have them as often anymore with people. I was notorious for sitting down for hours on end with people and talking about life and solving all the problems in the world. And then Only to find out that after spending and dedicating hours, sometimes days, sometimes weeks, sometimes months, sometimes years with people, that they didn't follow through. I'm 42 years old now. I don't have time for those people. I like to surround myself with a smaller group of people and with people that... um, Now, how do I say this without people thinking I'm a user and abuser? Hmm... It's a two-way street. I like to hang out with people that do something for me. I, I, I honestly, I'm just being honest with you guys. Now, that something for me doesn't mean business-wise, like, you know, get me ahead or something like that or get me something for free or nothing like that. But do something for me either emotionally, spiritually, hopefully intellectually, like just add something to my day. I'm not talking about my life doesn't have to be that heavy, that deep, but add something to my day. Fickle, weak, light, ah, vague, not good. Not good for the soul. And by the way, it's twofold because if I feel that, I give that back in just buckets and spades, like so much more I will give back. Um, I feel like one of my greatest traits is my generosity and my generosity with time in particular. I have all the time in the world for you if you have a great attitude. And there's a lot of you out there that are listening to this podcast right now and you know it because we do spend a lot of time together, even if it's just in the DM world. But not just. I mean, it matters. There's some great relationships that have been forged through that area. Um, And in professional life, in family life, in love, all of it just make a difference to someone by and here's the word here's the key word by serving them when you come from a place of service i really feel that you are connecting with just the world on another level and everything comes back to you tenfold a hundredfold i really really believe that um I had this amazing conversation with someone that I work with about a week ago back in Melbourne and she was telling me um, someone else that she does work for and how mean they are to her and I said, what do you mean they're mean to you? You're like, you're a 30-something-year-old woman. Who's being mean to a 30-something-year-old woman? And in what capacity, I don't understand. Like, my head just couldn't handle this information. I was like, Paul, explain. And she said, well, she said, let's make it very simple. I don't want to talk in circles. Like, let's just be very black and white. She um, cleans their house, right? She said they're a young Couple. Um, this is based in Melbourne. Okay. Um, professional couple. She thinks they're roughly in their early thirties. That's all I really know about them. And when she goes in to clean their house each week um, for two hours a week, that the particularly the husband follows her around and um, abruptly is questioning her cleaning throughout the whole time that she's there. And that kind of, you know, putting his finger against the table and then checking and saying, have you dusted that? And all of that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I understand that they want to check your work at the end of your service because you provide a service to them. But during, like, uh, you've got to let someone do their job. And then when that time is up and then you've reviewed it and you feel like it's not to your satisfaction, which has happened and it will continue to happen over and over again in the world, that's just life. Well, of course, you, you, you then critique and you figure out a solution and then you make a decision. Maybe we're not meant to be in business together. Guys, if you have a cleaner at your house, that is a contract. That is a business that has a two-way street. And I'm listening to her telling me how they behave and how they make demands to her. And I said, why work for them? You have a choice. Do you know what hot property you are in this particular city? I have friends that are begging to have you clean their places because it's so hard to find a quality cleaner. You do not need to degrade yourself to that. And she said to me, but Minnie, not everyone is as nice as you. And I just smiled because... If you ask my team, I don't think they would define me as nice. (laughs) Or even if you ask my closest friends, and certainly if you ask my family, I don't think the term that they would use to define my personality is nice. Um, I'm not saying I'm an asshole, guys, but I can be. Um, The thing that I get defined at the most is I'm hard but fair. I get called that fairly regularly. Nice, like I can be nice. Obviously, I'm chatting to you nicely right now. There's a time and place for everything though in life. So, um, nice can sometimes be a weakness as well, but being pleasant and being positive and being happy, these are not weaknesses you know? And when people are mistreating you like that or disrespecting your work, and I don't care what industry you're at, I can assure you, particularly in a city like Melbourne, there is plenty of people that require your service. There are. Just ask around. Open up your ears, your eyes. You'll hear it. You'll see it. Seek it. It will be there for you. Do not tolerate this negative mentality. And I said to her, don't do it. It's not worth it. The negativity that it brings into your day, just knowing that, say, for example, it's a Tuesday that she cleans that particular house off, how she must must dread Tuesdays, how she must wake up on a Tuesday morning knowing that she's going to go into that environment every day. Guys, the reason you are listening to this podcast is because you are trying to figure out a life for yourself that is one that you have control of and one that makes you happy the one that you are the center of. I know this because I'm with you on this. And it's a lifelong journey. We don't have all the answers today, but we certainly have the motivation. And we are a wolf gang. We will do it together. We are together in this. We will lift one another. I had a shocking week, um, about a week or so ago, shocking. It was probably one of the toughest. In particular, I had a shocking day. Uh, (laughs) I say this all the time as well to the team. You can have a really crap hour at work, but have a crap hour and let's move the hell along. Having a full crap day, this is debilitating in the workforce. Okay, so we've got to learn to control our emotions and we've got to learn how to break through those type of feelings. It may just be simple like closing the laptop and going for a five, ten-minute walk in the sun. Let the endorphins figure their way through into you. Let's get some serotonin going on. This is stuff that we need to figure out. Sometimes the solution is not that complicated. I don't know what the heaviness is in your life, but for me personally, I've got some heavy, heavy stuff going on. It's bad, real bad. Some days I manage, no, let me rephrase that. Some hours I manage much better than other hours, but I am human and I do feel the weight of the world at times. And there was one particular morning I woke up and I just felt so heavy, like my shoulders were being pushed down so hard, metaphorically, of course. And I thought, you know what? My Instagram stories are coming always from a place of love and positivity, but it's not realistic to say to you that this is how I feel 24-7, because it's not. I think it's important to share with people, and I'm talking to all of you right now, I'm not talking in reference to just myself here, but it is important to be honest, guys, be honest with your friends and that family. I'm not saying go on your Instagram story and tell your thousands or hundreds or your 10 followers. I don't know who is in your network or who is in your community. But for me personally, I have made a commitment to share my entrepreneurial journey. And that comes with the layers of personal life as well as business life, right? Otherwise, it's unrealistic. It's not one layered at all. Um, And on this particular day, I had this dilemma that I questioned alone and thought to myself do I just remove myself from social media for a few hours because I knew a few hours later I was going to feel better I just know myself well enough or should I jump on and let people know that this feeling is very normal and it too will pass even though I'm in it I have enough wisdom to know it's going to pass even though I'm feeling it And I thought, yep, I'm going to share it. It's not necessarily positive, but I know it will have a positive outcome. And by God, was I right? So I jump on. I very lightly say, I didn't get into any detail, and I'm not going to get into the detail either right now, but I said I've woken up with the weight of the world on my shoulders today. I'm feeling really heavy. And the outpouring of love and support that came to me instantly, instantly. And I just thought to myself, see, it was important to share this because the other thing about receiving is giving, right? It goes back and forth. I give a lot of my time to a whole bunch of people that I've never met before, but I know it's important to do this. This is a place of service. And in return, when you give these people the opportunity to serve back, it actually makes them feel good too. And some of you are listening to this right now. How good did it feel to tell the person that is lifting you up that they are going to be okay too? That empowerment, flipping that, flipping that switch. It's like, no <clears throat> am need a sound effect for that one. life is not one-dimensional your emotions are not one-dimensional it is so important to know that highs and lows come and go but the people that carry you also need you to carry them too always never ever forget that i need you guys you guys are so important to my journey and to what i do and you help me and you know what? To quite simply put it, you give me a lot of purpose, and that's just a beautiful thing. Thank you for that. I really appreciate pumpkin. it. Um, be, um, be pumpkin, you're my sweetie pie. You're my cupcake, gumdrops snickers, butters. You're the apple of my eye, and I love you so. And I want you to know that I'll always be. I and I love to sing three songs to you because you are so I mean, deep. how cute is that song? I was looking for sound effects and I came across this gorgeous little bunny 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 song and I'm not really that Gooey Gaga but it just resonated with me and I was going to do some like quirky stuff and I went, no, I'm going sweet. It might be the Hong Kong thing. There's a lot of, like, cuteness when you go into the stores and stuff um, and all that Hello Kitty stuff. It may be wearing wearing off on me. Perhaps. I don't know. Anyway, I'm a softie, it turns out. I am nice. I am nice. Who would have thought? My goodness gracious. Now, I am going to go and spend some time in a mall right now. So hopefully I'll be back really soon. I'm going to cut this short and I'll be back. Love you guys, you honey bunch. Wolfgang, fun life. All right. I am back from my little shopping expedition down at Pacific Place, which is just down uh, from my hotel, and it's safe to go. Look, guys, to be honest with you, I ain't seen nothing in Hong Kong. I'm very far away from all of the drama, thank God, Um, but there is a very sombre atmosphere, and I'm not just meaning on the streets. Even in the stores, Uh, Pacific Place holds... A multitude of high-end stores, I was just window shopping, I walked into Louis Vuitton, um, I was just looking at the belts and then you know how they hover around you, make you feel really uncomfortable, eventually um, I gave some eye contact to one of the sh- um, shop assistants there because I did want to ask a question and the question simply was, does this pick one come in a thinner band or strap or whatever you call it and she goes, no and walked away. I was like, okay. But I kept staying there because I was still looking and I was finding not want to read too much into her poor behavior at Louis Vuitton. Um, and then uh, she came hovering again because clearly I wasn't leaving. And then I asked, I can't remember what the question was. Maybe, I think she said to me, would you like to try something on or one of them on? And I said, uh, not sure. I don't think so because I really wasn't sure at that point I was on the fence should I try this thicker banded one should I not I was in that moment sorry I didn't know I wasn't allowed to have a thinking time when things cost I don't know like seven eight nine hundred dollars for a belt give me a minute. Is that too much to ask for? And it was apparently because she turned without even acknowledging me, just turned her back and stormed off. And I was like, have I missed something here? Cause I, I swear to God I was polite. <laughs> Trust me. I know when my frustrated, short tempered self can be switched on. And that wasn't it. I have all the time in the world today. I had two lunches. That's how much time I had. Um, but anyway, getting to that later, if you like. And so I was like, oh, screw that. Like, what? What's going on? I even had a moment where I thought, are they wanting to shut down? Is it that time of the day again where things are getting really tense and maybe they're just a little bit concerned? And if that's the case, then, you know, I totally understand. But I looked around, nothing was being shut down. There was no, there was no drama it was just poor customer service at Louis Vuitton. So I was like, okay. So I walked out and right next door was Hermes, And so I was like, okay, meh, let's go. Let's have a look at the bouts there. So I walked in and just, it's overkill with the amount of staff members per store, like per square meter, it's ridiculous. You go into Maya in Melbourne or anywhere in Australia, I'm guessing, and you could barely find a shop assistant, but are you a shady bitch? Are you a real ass bitch in this fake oh. ass world? Here in Hong Kong, there's like four shop assistants per customer. It's insane how overstaffed they are, uh, which makes you feel really uncomfortable. Again, so I'm looking for about and and um, same thing, came up to me, can I help you? Would you like to try it on? I was like, no, nah, I'm okay. And then that kind of cold shoulder thing happened and I was like, am I not wearing the clothes that scream I'm super rich and therefore you need to dote over me or do I like reek of poorness to you? It's very interesting. I don't get intimidated by going into these stores. By all means, guys, I'm very black and white with you all. I don't have that kind of money where I can just buy anything in Louis Vuitton or Omaze or anything like that. Like that's Stuff is super duper expensive. <laughs> okay. And, um, you know, it's going to take a moment until that stuff feels like a few buckaroonies. But until then, um, you know, I might need a minute or two before I fork out, let's call it 800 bucks for a belt. So, anyway, there's that. Um, so, guys, I'm going to wrap up my trip to Honkers now with you all. It's been um, interesting. I have not had the same kind of trip that I typically have had because there's just not been a lot of freedom to go out and about and experience the world, unfortunately. But um, And then in reference to Cosmoprof, it really didn't have the buzz, but I did make some good connections and tie down some different things as far as formulas and stuff go. Um, I don't know. I always think when I'm here... It was a bit of a waste to come, and then a few months later, I'm like, "Oh, thank God, I was there then," because that really solidified a certain deal, or a certain relationship, or a certain program. So, uh, the the benefits usually come in later. <laughs> right now, I'm in a bit of a whirlwind with what's going on. Um, I'm now committed to spending the next twenty four hours rewriting my entire Instagram strategy. Um, shout out to no, I'm going to keep his name secret. For now. Now, here's my little secret weapon to help me uh, build on my Instagram account. But if it works, I will definitely shout him and his business out. He's doing super well on um, Instagram. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. Uh, Let me know that you've listened to this podcast and I'll give you 10 extra points and uh, you know what I mean. But, guys, I've reached a point where I feel like, Something has to give, something certainly has to change because I do actually put a lot of effort into my social media and for very little growth. So there's something that's not quite right. I've been given a whole bunch of new tips and tricks. I'm going to implement them very soon. If they work, I will absolutely share them with you guys. So until then, I've enjoyed doing this podcast from another country this time. It's been... Interesting to say the least. Thank you so much guys for sitting down for 40-45 minutes to chit-chat with me. I really appreciate it. Please slide into my DM um, and let me know what you thought about this podcast. And, you know, obviously like, comment, rate, whatever you gotta do to keep it alive and keep it all, you know, going towards podcast number 10, which hopefully will happen double digits next week my loves i love you so much wolfgang see you on the other side of the world